What is going on, everybody in the Viewpoint community? Coach T here, uh, wishing you and yours all the very best as we can continue to, to get through this. Um, so fortunate to be joined this afternoon by head lacrosse coach Brendan Smith, uh, who actually wears a, a few different hats here on campus. Welcome, Brendan, and thanks so much yeah. for joining us. Yeah, thank you very much. I almost interrupted you right away just to say, uh, and and and, and <laughs> titles. So. Uh, yeah, so you know what, real quick, let's let's talk about that. Talk to us a little bit about some of the roles that you perform. Uh, I know that you are just wrapping up your second year of being a full-time employee at Viewpoint, but you have been with us for the past nine, I believe, correct? Yeah, that's, I believe that's correct. Um, I think I would have to start off by saying the journey started for me um, by way of Chris Adamson, who used to be um, in admissions and the head football coach sure. um, for a number of years here, who was my high school coach in New Hampshire. So um, I was given the opportunity to come out here and start coaching football. Um, well, actually, I was given the opportunity to come out here and be the middle school lacrosse coach initially with the idea of then coaching football um, come the spring, the summer and the fall. Um, so yeah, I, I've been out here as, as a you know football coach, coach baseball, and I'm, you know currently the head lacrosse coach. Okay, so it started with it started with a yeah sorry about an, that an old coach and mentor with with Big C and and then ever since joining the Viewpoint kind of family, you've transitioned uh, while maintaining your role within the football program to now kind of heading up your own program. Yeah, and I think the, the key word there is family. You know, that's basically what I was trying to get at there. With Chris bringing me in here, it was a community and family that welcomed me to California a number of years ago. And um, I'm extremely thankful to still be working at this school. Yeah, and I know, um, obviously, getting to know you a handful of years ago when you first came on campus, you were also working at a smaller or lower school middle school correct um and in, inside yeah. of the physical education arena absolutely correct i was uh i worked seven years at colthorpe school um an independent school in santa monica um so i was k through i was a k through six pe teacher and i had a great time with those kids yeah Kind of miss, uh, I kind of miss that age, you know, that innocence age. Yeah, I was just about to actually, you know, thanks so much for hitting on that. I was going to ask you what maybe some of the biggest differences, you know, having so much experience working with that younger level in terms of age group um, to now transitioning, you know, into the high school program, um, knowing that you're still very much involved in the middle school and lower school programs here at Viewpoint. What's been one of the biggest, I guess, you know, obstacles and or opportunities, you know, for you as a coach making that transition? Wow. Um, there are so many things I could say to that. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a lot. Um, Keep it to maybe one or two. Damn. Uh, sorry. The – sorry, you're going to have to repeat that. That was I, – I got – my brain yeah, no worries. took that all maybe, over the place. Maybe a couple of, uh, you know, the biggest things that you've had to, 
you know, obstacles and or opportunities making that jump in terms of. Gotcha. The okay. Okay. I can go from there. Well, yeah. The, the biggest hurdle initially was going from uh, a graduate assistant coach at Oklahoma state with the football team to a elementary school PE teacher. Wow. <laughs> and then yeah. in, the, in the sixth, seventh and eighth grade um, lacrosse coach. So the, just the, um, the level of, of, uh, ability and the communication level was the biggest thing. Um, I had to just break it down and treat it like a classroom and understand that in classrooms, um, I had questions and I was afraid to ask them. I didn't feel confident and I was afraid to, you know, kind of do something. So I, I just really try to teach each kid, um, and bring it down to the basic fundamentals of, of each sport, each lesson. Um, and, and try to just use sports as an activity to open up their mind to their body. Awesome. Um, next question. Obviously, you, you kind of half answered it. Talk to us a little bit about your playing days. Um, I understand you competed at a, a pretty high level at the college level and, and, you know, had some potential opportunities to continue to play and then obviously transitioned into the whole collegiate coaching arena. Uh, you maybe want to expand on that for the audience? Yeah, well, um, I was very fortunate enough to um, get an opportunity to play at Northwestern University. Uh, by play, I mean football there. I had some scholarships for lacrosse as well. Um, but I figured, you know, prof the, I was trying to be a professional athlete, as modest as I can say that. Yep. So the, the route I took was football because of financially that, you know, the NFL is a staple, whereas – you know, the PLL is currently happening and is just growing and the MLL, you know, it's not a real job at the time. Um, so I, I went to Northwestern. I was able to start as a true freshman. I was fortunate enough to be a freshman All-American and a couple of times all to Big Ten player. Um, battled injuries the entire time. So although I was a projected, you know, mid-round draft pick type guy, um, I had five surgeries in three years, wow. over, try to overcome all those things, um, which led me to be a two-time captain because everyone saw the, the type of work that I was putting in just to get my body onto the field every single day. Not to mention I'm dyslexic and the classroom was really hard. And, you know, so just extra time for every avenue of my life, <laughs> academics and, and um, just trying to get the body out there. So. From there, I, I, it was pretty evident to me that I was going to become a coach because my body was giving up on me at an earlier age. So I took the opportunity when I had a medical year to put a headset on, and I was basically a player coach. At Northwestern? At Northwestern. Okay. So from that day forward, I knew it would be an easier way for me to hang it up and move on from playing if I could coach because of the passion that I have and seeing the excitement of other people succeeding um, is a thrill for me. And so after your playing career at Northwestern, which, you know, obviously several highlights there, both on and off the field, um, you mentioned Oklahoma State. Yep. So I had a, I did go to camp with the Redskins. Okay. Um, so I had a little child with them, but it was after, it was three months out of surgery on one hip and four months out of surgery on the other and. Wow. I physically, physically, doctors wanted me to wait a year, but with my shoulder surgeries and everything, I just wanted the opportunity and, and kind of move on, to be honest with you. 
so then when I told coach Fitzgerald at Northwest and their head coach that I was done with my playing career, I told him the next step is to go up that I wanted to get a master's degree. I said, how can I go get a master's degree? And he said, how can I help you? So I looked into colleges and that led me to Oklahoma state uh, where I went to go become a GA. Um, no knock on Oklahoma state, but they didn't really care about me getting a, um, a master's degree. They just wanted me as a coach. Um, so I was wasting, I didn't, I wasn't getting master's credentials. So I moved out here. <laughs> wow. Try to further my, uh, my mind in, in education while picking up the, uh, coming out and coaching the game of lacrosse and as football as well. So you've had this unbelievable journey, right? Both inside and outside of the athletic arena. And obviously all these invaluable lessons that we try to always instill right in our kids through sport. Um, you maybe want to expand for a minute or so uh, on your vision and, and maybe your philosophy and, and how obviously what you've been through with all of your surgeries and everything else um, has helped shape that. Yeah. Um, oh, I, ooh, let's see. Well, first and foremost, I, I came from a military family. Right? So my dad grew up without a father. So the Marines kind of shaped him. Then he walked on the university of Miami and played football and baseball I was a semi-pro baseball player. So athletics are very important in our lives. Um, like I said, I was dyslexic, so education didn't come naturally. Um, well, success in the classroom didn't come naturally. Um, but a work ethic was instilled. A passion was instilled. A desire to, to overcome obstacles. You know, And I think that's what my biggest um, proponent of what I'm doing now, or the biggest thing, the reason that I'm doing what I do now is because of Chris Adamson, Wayne Pugsley, Todd Zaharik, and these coaches that I had that taught Tony Murray that really took the time to make an impact in my life, to be there for me when I had my downs, when I, I couldn't write a paper about myself and I wanted to cry because I couldn't put the words on paper. Um, because of those people, I want to put myself in that same kind of situation. And then from there, it never mattered the sport. It's all about the opportunity to work with kids and try to help them further their career in any way, whether it's professional or athletically or professional in the business sense, professional in the athletic sense, or just you know, giving them an opportunity to, to get the best education as possible. You know, and I think that's what um, athletics has done for me. It, it gave a, you know, not to say that we were poor, but we were a middle-class family and um, the, the ability, you know, athletics gave us a chance to, to get to get into Northwestern from Lowell, Massachusetts. You know, it just, and I just want people to know that sports, you don't have to be a professional athlete, but your work ethic and playing sports as a, as a youth in a high schooler can give you a work ethic that can help you become a CEO and help you understand that night school may be difficult or that, you know, law school is going to be long or these kind of things that adversity happens and how are you going to handle it? Awesome. Dude, so, so grateful for the time this afternoon. And, and finally, um, you kind of maybe just answered it, but, you know, obviously we are all going through this incredible time of, of uncertainty. Um, and so is there maybe one or two uplifting motivational messages uh, that you haven't already touched on, you know, for our audience 
maybe words of advice or recommendations for anyone listening in terms of how yeah. to, how to continue yeah. to just persevere? Um, just understand the big key to life and life successes is, is making the most of each moment. Um, you, you, you know, you can't predict the weather and you can't control the weather. Right. So wind didn't sail. Can you control the wind or can you control the sail is an old adage that I've gone off of um, for a while now, thanks to Tony Murray. But if you're sailing a boat, the wind's going to be choppy the or the wave's going to be choppy. The wind's going to be blowing. And it's, it's within you to control what you do with that wind, whether it's good or bad, um, controlling it in the right direction for where you want to grow. So in these, dark, in these times of uncertainty, um, be thankful to, to be with your family. Um, you know, and there's opportunities when I look back now as a soon to be 35 year old, I, I wish I had more time to spend with my parents in the house when I was a teenager. Not to say I may have wanted to at the time, but I would have been thankful for it at this age. And I think those are opportunities for people to cherish. Dude, fantastic, man. This, this has been so awesome for me to, to again, peel back some layers and, and get to know a little bit more about you as, as a person, as a leader, as a coach and, and your journey. Um, so just wanted to thank you again, coach Smith for joining us, joining us this afternoon and looking forward to seeing you shortly, my friend. Yeah. I appreciate the time. All right. Be, be good. All right. Later. Take care.